Avengers! Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Talking Smack, where we talk superheroes, movies, animation, and comics, and this week, something a little extra special. I'm your host, Josh Scar, and I am joined by two of my favorite people. We will start with uh, one of our more frequent guests, Becky. It's been a while. Becky, how you doing? It's me. It's been forever. And then, uh, would you like to introduce our other guest? <gasps> it's my wife, but she'll be going as Ricky. Thanks. Hello. Hello. Now we're confusing the continuity of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here to talk about, oh, damn it. I'm back on that streak. Um, Who are we featuring this week? Steven, cut that. (laughs) Steven. What's a Steven? He's the guy that does the My Favorite Murder podcast and does all their audio cuts. And when they fuck up, they just go, Steven, cut that from the show. (laughs) But they do it at their live shows. So they gotcha. just go, they just go, Steven. <laughs> I like it. All right. So yeah, we are uh gonna take a quick ad break after this wonderful intro uh of the Talking Smack podcast. We're gonna hear from Leo Allen, the the wonderful human being who created our intro and theme music. And uh, he has a wonderful podcast called Voluntary Input, where he talks technology, but also uh, has great human chats with people where he talks to them just about life and being the best person they can be. We'll hear from Leo and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Leo Allen from Voluntary Input. Voluntary Input is a podcast in which I talk people and tech. And often I get to talk to some of the amazing people behind the tech. Simply visit voluntaryinput.com to find all the ways you can listen and subscribe to the show so that you don't miss an episode. Select contact if you have any questions, comments, or show ideas, or better yet, select register as a guest because we're always looking for great guests like you. And we are back. This week is going to be a little different. We're not talking any superheroes, movies. Well, we're talking movies. We're talking hallmark holiday movies something that completely eats up our dvr space (laughs) to the point where we had to upgrade to uh, a cloud-based dvr system that has unlimited storage (laughs) so ricky can watch her hallmark movies whenever she wants so first I, i do want to just have ricky put it out there what draws you to these movies every year there's a checklist (laughs) and (laughs) Um, so I guess it would start with my mom something that we watched every year she is a softy and tries to see the best in every person so the like Norman Rockwell-esque of these movies especially the older ones yeah she just ate them up so it kind of brings me back to that whole christmas feeling and it helps now that there's a checklist (laughs) i have to complete the checklist i think that's totally fair what's the checklist there's an app oh 
It tells you all the movies that are out that year, so you you can check them off. Oh my gosh, it has all serious? of them. They yeah. have their own app, genius. They do. I mean, not everybody on the network is a genius. Some of them are bad people that are stupid people, but hopefully they'll be gone from now on. We can only hope. Anyway. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why Ricky has been leaning more towards the uh, Hallmark channel is because they are opening up their gates a little bit more, so to speak. They are leaning more into representation. Yeah, you could definitely see a trend over the last five years, at least they're trying to add some diversity to not just their supporting roles, but to the main two people as well. Because you can put whatever you want in those supporting roles, but that's that doesn't solve any problems. That's not representation. That's not what that is. And it also starts falling into that stereotypical lineup of like uh, even going into mean girls where you just have the stereotypical gay friend who's just there to provide sass, which I mean, these movies are not Oscar winners. They're not going to be Emmy winners. They're not, they're not here to be award worthy. They're here to just kind of fill you with that holiday spirit and be a little bit familiar. But it's almost like being gay doesn't mean you're not human. It's crazy. What? <laughs> It's like you're just as dynamic and interesting as everybody else. When I'm in a Hallmark movie, then we'll know that the channel is going under. <laughs> well, there, there's this whole theory I have that if you are in a Hallmark movie, then you have made it in Hollywood. I can see that. Like, Either, there's some I think big names in split. there. Either you've made it in Hollywood and you're beloved, or you're batshit crazy. Yes, and those are the <laughs> those are the serial stars yes, there are, in the there, Hallmark movies. Yep, yeah, there is no in between. <laughs> or you've just really found that niche, like Danica McKellar and Lacey Chabert. They're both pretty well established. They have lives outside of acting, but they keep coming back to these Hallmark and Lifetime movies because they help pay the bills. Is Hallmark the more wholesome Lifetime? Yes. Okay. I haven't had like TV TV in a very long time. So, but I was like, okay, I think the three like quote unquote female oriented channels were Hallmark, Oxygen and Lifetime. And like Oxygen was like salacious and Lifetime was like absolutely ridiculously salacious slash after school special. And then the Golden Girls were on Hallmark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lifetime is the one where my high school health class showed us the uh, Don't Be Bulimic movie, which had the girl like stashing jars of her vomit in her closet. That is a terrible movie. Yeah, that's not not the movie you want to show high schoolers to be like, don't be bulimic. This is very serious. Like, yes, this is very serious. I'm not belittling bulimia as a mental health disease. But that t- that movie that they showed us in high school did not represent. Oh no, that absolutely not illness in a serious way. All right, so let's getting into this Hallmark holiday movie challenge that I have titled this episode. Uh, Ricky has brought to us, uh, I believe, ten tropes. There's eight tropes, and I have a list of sixteen movies that are premieres for this year. They have a total of 40 Whoa. premieres. Jesus. Yes. They usually put out 
two new premieres every weekend starting mid-October, and then it's bumped up to three per weekend in December, I believe. Wow. They're on it. Yeah. I came up with the idea of the game, and then Ricky just kind of ran with it and made it her own thing. I'm all right with it. She's smart, beautiful, sexy, every woman. She has the spirit of Christmas. She's got walls of Jericho around her. I don't know where I've got these ideas. <laughs> so the, the general idea is um, the the trope encompassing the movies. So like there's the the Sweet Home Alabama, which is the one that triggered the idea for me. I don't even know where my brain went in discuss in trying to figure out this idea. I was just trying to figure out a way to make this a little bit more fun than just us talking about and slightly bashing on these Hallmark movies. <laughs> and I was like, they, they're they so tropey. And what can we do with these tropes to make this a little bit more of a fun discussion? And I was like, like half of these are Sweet Home Alabama, where someone, usually the woman protagonist, grows up, has a successful career somewhere, and then she comes back home and her high school sweetheart is just so damn sexy and has never wearing left. flannel and <laughs> never left home and he's kind of down on his luck but everyone loves him so he he gets away with not paying his bills and he's the handyman that fixes <laughs> everything everywhere like her heart exactly and <laughs> so she she comes back home to be with her her sweetheart who maybe she becomes a sugar mama leaves her her high paying job i don't even really know i know um, they never really discuss black. that part like does he move and like start trying to live in the city or does she just he doesn't have to do anything except for stand there. And she... That's not the important part, That's Rebecca. That's not the important there are, a f- there are a few movies where they have made sequels to them. But for the most part, no. They just live happily every hour after. You don't see any after, though. It's not important. Yeah, it's not the important part of the story. It's implied. Exactly. Okay, so after Josh... Came up with this idea, Sweet Home Alabama. I probably took about three, four hours thinking about categorizing all the tropes of the movies I've seen. And I came up with eight that you could probably put all thousand movies that they have in these categories. Ooh, all right. So we already went over Sweet Home Alabama. You have this successful... Typically, the woman who comes back runs into her ex or just someone she crushed on, and they have a fight, whatever. At the end, they end up falling in love. She moves back home. I would also just, if you want me to like guess what the like summary of every category is, I could do no, that. No, you'll have enough guessing at the titles yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna kind of do a blind title guess basically uh, uh, yes she's gonna read us a title and we're gonna say okay this the i'll be home for christmas is the roman holiday or something like that okay i love spirit of christmas i ghosts lots of ghosts yeah so spirit of christmas is that there's some sort of magical interference God damn it. um walls of jericho is a i wrote rival romance so enemies think, to lovers um you've got mail okay enemies to lovers got it creepy also hostile takeover there's some 
corporation trying to take over a small mom and pop kind of business. Also, we use that mail. Or buying out land somewhere, something like that. Roman Holiday, beautiful Audrey Hepburn. Um, So she was a princess who disguised her identity and had a fun time no one knowing who she was. So hidden identity when there's someone important and they fall in love with a commoner. Uh, Sound of Music, a nanny type of figure falls in love with their it doesn't have to be like the employer employer yeah but someone typically rich and then all in the family family drama with their family business oh all right yeah ignore i'm every warm every woman i think i just lumped that in with sweet home alabama bama i'm really having a hard time do you hear this She's usually more eloquent. She's out of practice with the podcasting. We'll, we'll have to. Uh, I've been I've been toying with the idea of bringing her back for some review episodes because we're in the middle of watching the Dragon Prince season four. Oh, all right. Uh, nice. we're, we got Andor that we're going to finish this week. And uh, there's a bunch of Christmas stuff coming out, including the, the Lindsay Lohan uh, Netflix movie that I'm like, maybe she'll be interested in doing a bonus episode for that or something. Nice. I know. I thought I was like, I haven't done one in so long. <laughs> yeah, and now you're going to do back-to-back episodes. I know. You're coming back next week for what you're doing. Yes, I am. What is you right. doing? <laughs> Save it for next week. Content. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, are we ready for the list? All right. Okay. First, first one. So, this is going to go. We're going to go one by one, right? Are you? Yes. Okay. So, I'm going to say the title. You're going to guess a trope, and then I'm going to read their usually two to three sentence synopsis that they post. Sounds good. So the first one, the title is Noel Next Door. I'm going to go with Sound of Music. Do you have a guess, Becky? All in the Family. All in the Family or Sound of Music? Neither. Ah. This one is, should I just read it and then you guys make another guess? Yes. Sure. Yes. Okay. Making these up as we go. Making yeah. the rules up. Love it. We're like Drew Carey. <laughs> Points don't matter. <laughs> a hardworking single mom gets into a war of words with a neighbor who she feels is ruining Christmas only to find that it this misunderstood grouch just may steal her heart. Oh. Ooh, hostile takeover. That's that's a corporate one, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Ah, um, so so this, I'm going to go with Sweet Home Alabama then cuz it's or no, 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 sorry. Ha, uh what's the one where it's like en- enemies become lovers? What was that one? Oh, Walls, Walls of Jericho. Jericho. Walls of Jericho. That's what I was thinking cuz I was like, yeah, enemies to lovers. I bet that there's a lot of hands on hips in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) There might be one in the picture, but it cuts off at her elbows. Damn it. I bet it is. (laughs) Sounds like Matt's avatar for every Talking Smack episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Next one. The title is A Kismet Christmas. 
Kismet Christmas. Isn't kismet a Jewish term? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think it is. I, are you thinking? It's, I don't think it's Yiddish. Is that, is that what you, I don't think it's Yiddish. Yiddish that, that would be the, the more politically correct term. Yes. I just remember uh, Creed in the office at one point have, dealing with Pam as he's like interim office manager. And he's like, give me, give me our two biggest clients on the phone. And uh, so Pam's like having two conversations on two phones with Creed. And he's like, oh, I need you to get you on. I need to get you on the phone with my other client. And Pam's just sitting there talking to herself on two phones. And he's just like, oh, they're hitting it off. It's Kismet. (laughs) I love Creed. He's he's the best character. All right. Sorry. Tangent over, Ricky. Yes, he had to. It made sense. All right. What's your guess? A Kismet Christmas. A Kismet Christmas. I'm going to say Spirit of Christmas. I'm going to agree. Spirit of Christmas. I think that's a good guess, but no. Ah! It sounds like fate's wanting to intervene to to make something happen They're on all Christmas. Fate, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Love is fate, stupid. <laughs> Said your wife to you. <laughs> I thought she was your wife, actually. You're, you're missing the continuity even more so. <laughs> we did meet for a reason because she's fucking hot and I get to look at her. Marriage. you're not wrong (laughs) thank you i know all right give me my description i need to know all right sarah is a my eyes just went blurry (laughs) (laughs) she can't even she can't even read this one because it's so steamy apparently I think this one's a hostile takeover. <laughs> Sarah is a children's book author who returns to her hometown. Damn it. Where she reconnects with her family and Travis, her teenage crush. No one has she soon a discovers crush that a long held family le- legend might actually be true. Okay, so this is a Walls of Jericho slash You've Got Mail. No, this is the. No, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Josh, she's a children's author who comes back home, idiot. Okay, yeah, uh, Sweet Home Alabama, I guess. I'll stick with my wrong answer. So, Rebecca, you've got one up on me? Yes. Because we were both wrong in the other one. Yes, we we were. keeping score? Yes, now we're keeping score because... Of course we uh, are. The points do not. Josh has to win. (laughs) I have to win this. Rebecca is more competitive than I am. Yes, especially in love. (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to Ricky, I'm yes, I, I know I'm trailing in that factor. I the only thing that I have the leg up on is the fact that she lives in my house. That is that is a hard hurdle to overcome for me. I'm, I'm working <laughs> more on more opportunity for failure, Josh. That, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Yes. A cozy Christmas in. All in the family. Uh oh wait. I don't want to guess the same one as you. Um, a cozy... But then you run a risk of not getting it right. This one sounds like an all in the family. I know. it. Uh, I was like, I bet they own like a small bed and breakfast. A cozy breakfast. Oh, wait, uh, sorry. A cozy Christmas in. Yeah. A cozy Christmas in. Okay. I'm going to go with hostile takeover. There's a possibility there. She, she's doing a jig. She. I think you got this one right. <laughs> all right. Real estate exec Erica travels to Alaska during Christmas time to acquire a bed and breakfast, only to discover that it's owned by her ex. 
While there, she finds herself falling in love with the town, and quite possibly, him. God damn it. The only redeeming quality of this movie is that it is Jodie Sweeten. Yay, Jodie Sweeten. Definitely. I'm sticking with Hostile Takeover. Definitely is. I win. I knew it. You're you're up 2-0. Yes. Ready? Ready. Jolly Good Christmas. Spirit of Christmas. Mm. Sound of music. Are these only one per, right? One trope per movie? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember what we've already used, but I'm going to go with Spirit of Christmas. I know. I was like, I'm going to go with Sound of Music. David is an American architect who recently moved to London for a prime opportunity in a prestigious firm, which is three days before Christmas. He crosses paths with Angie, a professional shopper, who raises an eyebrow over his choice of a gift card for his girlfriend. David ultimately. David ultimately. <laughs> David ultimately decides to hire Angie, and thanks to a series of unexpected events, finds himself on a wild adventure across jolly old London as Angie helps him search for the perfect present. Is it jolly old London? I thought it was jolly old England. They put London. Yeah, she didn't write the description, Josh. (laughs) That's what I was asking. I know she didn't write it. She's smarter than the people who wrote the description. Well, that's obvious. I'm sticking. I'm trying to pander for points. I'm sticking with Sound of Music. Mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah, she's a personal shopper. Falls in love with the one who hires her. Well, I, I hadn't made my choice yet. I was just pandering for. No, you made, you made a choice just by the title. Didn't I? Oh yeah, you read the description. I'm losing it. It's late. <laughs> it's late for us, and I, I'm I still haven't really had like a day to recover from my travels. Oh yeah, I said it was spirit of Christmas. You did. So yeah, I you did. Right. Yeah. Three zip. Damn. Ooh, ooh. I have never watched a single Harmark film. By the way, I'm just yeah, incredibly talented at this one game. <laughs> you can watch the trailers for most of these and you'll be like, that was good. I, I enjoyed my time with that. <laughs> That's it. That's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there is one old Christmas movie that I see on the list and I haven't been able to track down yet. I think it's before 2010. Wow. But it has Summer Glow in it. I need mm. to see it. Next title, please. All Saints Christmas. That's a spirit of Christmas. You don't use saints for no reason. (laughs) Unless we're talking about the New Orleans Saints, then it's a weird football holiday movie. This one might be a a little bit of a stretch, but here we go. Lisette is a popular R&B singer who's getting ready to travel home to New Orleans for Christmas when the media mistakes a photo of her with her music producer ex as an engagement announcement. Her family insists that, sh- that he join her on the trip. That's the end? Yeah, so it's kind of Sweet Home Alabama in my opinion. I, I, yeah, but they're both going I, to her home. Kind of. That's, that is a weird one. Well, but if it's her ex, 
man. I yeah, Sweet Home Alabama or Walls of Jericho, but it's yeah. Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, I'm yeah. I I wouldn't have gotten that one. <laughs> it's no, Spirit of yeah. Christmas, like geez. there's no magic. Spirit, oh, magic of Christ, All Saints Christmas. No, Spirit of Christmas. There has to be magical intervention. I, I'm sorry, I was asking about the title. Oh, All Saints Christmas. All Saints Christmas. Which is why I was like, oh, is like the family. It's New Orleans. Is the family's last name Saint or something? Usually the the title ties into something. Maybe that's, that's a but, weird one. Yeah, that's a really now you weird have title. to watch it. Give me the damn checklist. <laughs> All right, next. Ready. Ready. In merry measure. In merry measure. Something about baking or measuring his dick size. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. All in the family. That, that definitely has like a an adult film title. It does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll I'll go with all in the family as well. Okay, when pop star Darcy returns home to spend Christmas with her sister and niece, she unexpectedly finds herself coaching the high school choir with oh her one time rival Fuck. Adam. These are all the same. <laughs> <laughs> How is that not Walls of Jericho? <laughs> Every single one, they're coming home with their ex or they're, they're coming home to their ex. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I thought oh, these this were one's gonna... not an ex. This is like her high school rival. <sighs> same difference? <laughs> Wait, we're, okay. We, we already did Hostile Takeover, right? Oh, there's no like rhyme or reason to how many go in each. Oh, there's that. Okay, she's sweet. she's no, no, throwing no. us curveballs as well. Okay, I am gonna out that I'm her rival. Uh, Walls of Jericho. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the curveball. I'll do hostile takeover. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't want to agree with Rebecca anymore. <laughs> no, that's a that's a corporate thing. Uh, whatever. I'll, I'll be. We already read the description, Josh. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> okay, this here's an easy one for you. Easy one, easy one. The Royal Nanny. Sound of music. Sound of music. But, okay. There's a twist. It's going to have ghosts and shit. <laughs> I need the description. So, so when I started reading some of these to you, like, two months ago, this is the one I busted out laughing at. Here we go. Claire is an MI5 agent. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> who goes undercover as the royal nanny. She must overcome the challenges of her assignment. Oh like re... The challenges being her assignments, you know what? Yeah. Like resisting the charms of Prince Colin while keeping the family safe at Christmas. I think she's jeopardized her post. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's jeopardized she's someone's did. post. She she fucking sucks at the MI5 agent. <laughs> she sucks at something. Unless she's part of like that crew from Gift Also, Park. that that uh, Prince Albert or whatever his name is, he, uh, he sounds pretty predatory. Just going after the hot nanny. Prince made. Albert? I mean, yeah. He's like, check out this hat. Sorry, I meant Prince Prince Andrew. Is that the wrong one? It was Colin. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my God. Did I totally miss that? Is that what my wife is laughing at? Okay. So I don't, I don't know. Tell, I think you we're were saying right. suck. And then he said, Prince Albert. (laughs) Okay, so let me tell you. (laughs) So there are, uh, I love teacups. I love them very much. And they all have names. I thought you were going to say, I love my wife. (laughs) I do also love my wife. But teacups have names. And so I have the very specific ones that are from the ones that are on the Great British Baking Show. And I have been asked. And they're all named Becky. Yes. I've been asked, oh, wow, those are beautiful. What, like, which ones are those? What's the brand? And I keep saying Prince Albert. (laughs) 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 And saying, you can just Google them. It's Prince Albert. (laughs) No, you you can't. No, you cannot Google that. But I'm just Please do not Google Prince Albert. I'm like, yeah, just Google it. It's Prince Albert. Uh, no, they are <laughs> Royal Albert. <laughs> but I have done that so many times, and I just didn't even think about it until one of my um, someone I know from uh, my hometown, who is my ex, who I will be getting back with probably when I go to visit for no fucking reason because he's standing there wearing a flannel, flannel shirt or something. <laughs> There's like a yeah, dog. End up at an activity together, or your you dog set up runs the, away. You got to set up an activity <laughs> at your local homeless shelter. Yeah, I would be super in charge of that. Charity and then, <laughs> yep. but uh, this girl was like, "Oh, she's Winter so fest. sweet too." Winterfest. Like, what are those? And I was like, "Oh, they're Prince Albert. Like, just Google them. I that's, I found them online." <laughs> and she goes, like a day no, later, she goes, "Hey, so you." can what did you tell me to Google the other day? Like, was that supposed to be like a funny joke? And I was like, no, that was, I thought you wanted like the teacups. And I looked and I was like, oh my God, I met Royal (laughs) Albert. Like she is so nice. She's a God fearing woman who goes to church like three times a week. And I told her to Google Prince Albert. (laughs) All right. Um, So moving on from Prince Albert and MI5 (laughs) nanny. All right, so that one was easy. This one, have fun. A royal corgi Christmas. God fucking damn it. God damn titles. I'm going to go all in the family because the corgi's got to be. I was going to say all in the family because it's a dog. It's the family pet, yeah. I'm going to go all in the family. It is a family pet, but. Okay, this one's a little long. Reluctant Crown Prince Edmund so returns close. home <laughs> just before Christmas in anticipation of being named successor to the throne. To integrate himself to his mother, the queen, he gives her mistletoe, a rambunctious corgi in need of some training. After several doggy disasters, Edmund turns to Sicily, a canine behavior expert from America, for help. But to his great surprise, Sicily demands that he take an active part in the daily dog training sessions. Sparks fly between them as the pair work together to get mistletoe ready to present at the annual Christmas ball. Also, just that's as the, the fucking dumbest description. Like, sorry, but you have to get the dog ready to be presented at a ball. I can't. What? That way she can come down the stairs in a pretty oh, ball man. gown. 
I hope that's the reason you watch these movies is the wardrobe. Uh, That's true. Okay, Josh is right. Sound of Music. Yeah. Damn. I I do love the Target wardrobe that they throw into these movies. Like, oh, I I have that in my closet. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty amazing. They're like, let's stay as low budget as possible. It sounds like if they made a prequel to this one, it would be Roman Holiday. All right. So here, Hanukkah on Rye. Hanukkah on Rye. So it's just the it's the trope. It's a trope. I'm not saying it to be racist. I'm I'm saying it because it's the trope we've been given. I'm gonna say the spirit of Christmas. They're gonna throw a supernatural thing in with the Hanukkah one. All right, I went with hostile takeover. A matchmaker connects Molly and Jacob, but their new romance is put to the test when they realize they are competing deli owners. Damn it. It's Wall. Is that that's Walls of Jericho, right? It'd be Walls of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. Damn it! That was my second guess. I was like, no, I don't know. This does have Jeremy Jordan in it. I don't know who that is. A Jew, obviously. <laughs> Bless <What> you. Sorry, that's that's more of a Robin Hood Men in Tights reference uh, for those listening. It, you know, he, he's, he's like, Achoo. what's your name? Achu. A Jew here? No, man, that's my name. Achu. Uh, yeah, he was in Smash. She's been watching a lot of adult films that I'm not aware of. Yeah, I know Jesus. <laughs> and he was in the 2017 Newsies. Nudesies. <laughs> a lot of nudes. Is he the uh, the Supergirl friend? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, he's he's the is in love with Supergirl at the start of the series, and then I just go like, yeah, this isn't ever going to happen, even though the chemistry here is better than with Jimmy Olsen. All right, this one is called A Fabled Holiday. Spirit, Spirit of, of Christmas. Christmas. I'm just going to say Spirit of Christmas at this point. <laughs> Talia and her childhood best friend, Anderson, unexpectedly reunite in a curiously familiar-looking town full of Christmas spirit that restores its visitors when they need it most. I would say so. You're right. Spirit of Christmas. Finally. (laughs) You got your magic, Josh. Hooray for Christmas magic. Now that now I'll just go watch a, a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> I just love that because what's like what's the actor? Michael Caine. Yeah, he basically was like, "I am going to act as if this is the highest level like production of a Shakespeare film, and I will not act any less than that." It is such a good movie. It's fantastic. It's the best Christmas movie to watch in the holiday season. Are you one of those people that watches Die Hard as a Christmas movie? Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I know. Make making my hot take and stand right here. But but there's Christmas in it, and I'm edgy and hardcore. Harry Potter. And it, people just stole it from Friends. Oh wait, no, or was that what? Yeah, that was Friends, right? Die Hard. They watched it for Christmas, or was that? I don't remember. I just, yeah, anyway, let's, let's keep moving every, on with this list. We're, we're definitely going to be running long here. <laughs> oh, yes, go. I'm ready. 
My next one is Christmas at the Golden Dragon. That's racist. (laughs) All in the family. Asian people. Sorry. I had to do it. Um, I was thinking Jewish holiday with them going to an Asian restaurant. Um, I'm going to go with Hostile Takeover. All right. When Rami and Rick's parents surprised them with the news that they will be closing the Chinese restaurant they have owned and operated for decades, the siblings find, each- find themselves reevaluating their futures. Also impacted by the news are the landmark restaurant's loyal patrons and staff who have all come to depend on the restaurant over the holidays. That seems like an unfair burden on the family. But also, I was right. It's all in the family. Oh, yeah. That was That is tropey, start to finish. That sounds like the Christmas house one where the, the parents are like, I'm going to retire or we're going to retire and go live in Florida or something. And everyone's like, but oh, you're the Christmas no, house. You, we rely on you to give us the Christmas spirit. Like, that's, that's your own damn fault for relying on us for such an essential part of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I know. Figure your shit out. All right, next is A Magical Christmas Village. Spirit of Christmas. I'm gonna say hostile takeover, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a caveat in here of I'm gonna predict that this one is about a town that is being scouted by a corporation and the the town is like considering selling to this corporation, but the the festival or whatever is gonna keep them from doing it. <laughs> When Summer's mother, Vivian, moves in with her and her young daughter, Chloe, her orderly existence is upended. Upon arrival, Vivian sets up an heirloom, miniature Christmas village resembling her town, and tells Chloe it grants Christmas wishes. There's more to it, but I think that's enough. Ah, uh, spirit of Christmas, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I am so good at this game. In your face. Yeah, you, you've destroyed me in this one. I don't think there's even enough movies left for me to even try to mount a victory. We got nope. four. Yeah, I, I think she had like seven, like three guesses ago. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to keep winning. Next one, <laughs> Lights, Camera, Christmas. Lights, Camera, Christmas. I'm going to say Sweet Home Alabama. Roman <laughs> Holiday. That's my guess. When a holiday rom-com movie shooting in her home... Hometown needs a costume. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a catch in my throat. Sorry, I was just thinking with like the way you said it, like of a Christmas <laughs> shooting. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting with the times. Uh, let's try that again. Okay. When a holiday rom com movie shooting in her town. <laughs> Can I just change their words? Yeah. yeah. While filming a Hollywood rom-com in their hometown. Let's say that. Yes. You can't say shooting. When a holiday rom-com movie is filming in her town needs a costume designer, Carrie, a local shop owner, steps into the role. While working on the movie, she rediscovers her passion for costume design and finds herself falling for Brad, the film's famous leading man. So this is more of a sound of music? I would put it there, yeah. Yeah, it's a sound of music, totally. Damn. 
they all just have like that spirit of Christmas sound to them. You're just like, oh, some magical is going to happen, right? The chemistry between the two leads, I guess, and the the many, 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 many times that they should kiss and they never do because the movie can't allow that to happen yet. Not until the last two minutes. <laughs> well, they've already kissed. What else are they going to do in these movies? Fuck. <laughs> So this one is a Lacey Chabert one. It is titled Haul Out the Holly. What is it? Haul Out the Holly. It's Lacey Chabert. She usually does one of two of these kind of movies. It's either a Sweet Home Alabama or the mom, the single mom, either divorcee or deceased. She doesn't usually do the, the royal thing. All right. I'm going to say Walls of Jericho. Those could also include corporate takeovers. Um, I'll go with hostile takeover just to try and see if I can't pick one out of the air. Emily arrives home, hoping to visit her parents, only to discover that they are leaving on a trip of their own. As she stays at their house for the holidays, their HOA is determined to get Emily to participate in the neighborhood's many Christmas festivities. Is that a sweet home Alabama? Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Damn it. Where's the X? Somewhere in there. I Buried guess. in a tree or something. Oh, you said X, yeah. not axe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Where's the X in this situation? Standing somewhere in his flannel. <laughs> doing jack shit, but dirty. How for many some more of these we got? Two. Two. Two more. All right. Okay. Ready. A Christmas cookie catastrophe. <gasps> All in the family. A Christmas cookie catastrophe. I am gonna go with. That's a good. That's a good guess, Josh. I'm gonna go with hostile takeover. With the cookie business, that that might be a good guess too. That's what I'm thinking, but we'll find out. Annie Cooper has big shoes to fill when she takes over as CEO of her late grandmother's small town cookie company and is doing her best to help their struggling business get back on track. That task gets more daunting when her grandmother's secret recipe is stolen during the Christmas party. As Annie tries to crack the case and uncover the culprit, she works with Sam, the owner of a local bakery. I was ready for you to say she works with MI5 agent. (laughs) (laughs) And his darling Corgi. (laughs) That's the twist. (laughs) The secret cookie recipe is integral to national security. But I was right. Hostile takeover? No, there's no corporation. I I was thinking she's the corporation. Yeah, there's no one trying to come in and take their cookies. I guess. Well, but someone stole the recipe. Yeah, and they don't tell us if they find it. The Sam guy, they just try to recreate it. What? All right, well, if I was in charge of the Hallmark movie, someone took it. It turns out it was Sam because his bakery is struggling <laughs> and he wanted to produce this, better It was a ploy to meet originally. Annie. <laughs> he this just so- wanted to meet her. This sounds like another Friends ripoff where uh, they're trying to recreate Phoebe's grandmother's. Tolhuis. Yeah, Nestle Tolhuis. They, to- they took all the good storylines. <laughs> <laughs> the Friends and Simpsons. Hey, what was that one? I would just say all in the family. Family recipe, yeah. I guess, guess it, yeah. It's, yeah. That makes Without sense. actually seeing it yet, I don't know if there's any contention between the two or she just asks for help. 
All right. Once you watch it, I want to know what it is. Okay. All right. Last one. And this one has Tamara Mowry. Ooh, I love her. And this one's called Inventing the Christmas Prince. Can we get a spelling on Prince? Normal. <laughs> P-R-I-N-T-S, P-R-I-N-C-E. Oh, like a, the royal. <laughs> a royal prince. Got it. I, uh, I was going to well, say, guess, uh, wait. Like maybe it's a newspaper or some kind of periodical. It's not inventing the printing press. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe they have like a, a, a local holiday uh, newspaper or magazine or something that they, they publish that runs out of ink or someone destroys all their paper stock or something. Okay, because that's amazing that Josh's brain did that because my brain went prints like fashion wise. And like they have to come up with like a print or something of like a like a, a dress or something to sell. And so they need to create the perfect Christmas prints. But I'm also going to say that Josh and I are just really using our imaginations. And I am going to go with <laughs> way more than the writers of these movies do. Sound of music. Um, I'll Wait. go with Walls of Jericho. No, I'm going to go with Roman Holiday. <laughs> All right, ready? Shelby is about to quit her job as a rocket engineer. <laughs> when her daughter becomes convinced that her Scrooge-like boss, Evan, is the Christmas prince from a story Shelby invented years ago. So it's the spirit of Christmas. Spirit of Christmas. Fuck. There better be goddamn magic in that one. Wait, is she going to get together with her grumpy boss? Totally. They are rocket scientists, for goodness sakes. <laughs> they do rocket things. I really want to know how they they come up with some of these, because like, obviously you can't make every single one of these like the every woman or every person kind of approachable. But like that, going just straight to rocket scientists, like some of these are like, oh, this person owns a vineyard and... <laughs> This person is a former office manager and stuff like that. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they like MI five agent and rocket scientist. Like, there, there's a like, there's a huge what? gap between some of these professions. Yeah, there really is. I think they need to do a little more research. I'm there, there are more jobs in between that spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing they just have a pair of dice and they just roll them. <laughs> They're like uh, ghosts, rocket scientists, make it happen. And some poor intern is there like, fuck, oh God. Uh, she's a rocket scientist, um, but also Scrooge. Um, and th there's a daughter and, um, you know, she's single. And uh, it's a, she was a really good storyteller and her daughter remembered it for the rest of her life. It's Bonus, at the end, she publishes <laughs> it into a children's book and uh, gets to quit her horrible job as a rocket scientist and become a children's author instead. And then once she's a children's author, she goes back to her hometown where her ex is. Wait a second. We've gone into the other movie from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've done a loop. Um, can we make this a it's sequel? Just, it's a never ending loop of a movie. I do have one more movie. Ooh. Um, so this is not to pick for the trope, but there's always one that is actually good. So this is my prediction. This one is called, Hashtag Xmas. It does star Claire Bowen. That is, um, she played in Nashville. Why am I blanking on what's her name right now? I only know Hayden Penetier from Nashville. Or was she in Nashville? Yeah. Okay. Claire Bowen, Scarlett O'Connor. 
Scarlet, yeah. She was the young girl that was like up and coming, wasn't Yeah, she was the songwriter. Okay. I, I remember AKA vaguely. I, I would watch that like I, I'm not even gonna try and justify it. Like I paid attention, whatever. <laughs> so here's this one. When Jen gets the chance to enter a brand's design contest, she poses a family I think this should say as a she poses as a family influencer, enlisting oh. the help of her best friend Max and her baby nephew. When her video is selected as a finalist, Jen is torn on whether to go on with her perfect family or reveal the truth. Roman Holiday. <laughs> um. No, you don't need to pay. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're not doing the tropes. I know. I just had to. Just... <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why I said it really quiet, Josh. Yeah, my prediction is that is going to be the best one this year. I like, that's a convoluted one. I think out of all of them, trying to remember them as individuals and not all smooshed up together, I think the Christmas cookie one has potential. That's the Lacey Chabert one too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No? No. Cookies? No. That, the Lacey Chabert was the, was the other one. The, the one Holly one. Oh, okay. I just like Lacey Chabert. She's Zatanna in Young Justice. Oh, and Gwen Stacy in Spectacular Spider-Man. I did not know that. She's going on to have a pretty good voice acting career. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I still, I still think my favorite voice acting like repertoire is Bender from Futurama. And Walker John DiMaggio. from Final Fantasy X. How? How did he do both of those? How did he get like Watching Futurama, it's like, how did they get that guy? They're like, hey, you want to do Final Fantasy X? It's 1999. And he was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. That's right when, like, yeah, that just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> hey, it's voice acting. You got to get the work where you can. I, I mean, yeah. And Walker is the worst character. He would not be. He would be the guy <laughs> that you would be leaving in the Hallmark movie. No, he's useless. You would show up on a beach. Waka would just be there. You're his, you were going to marry his brother, but his brother died, and then you fall in love with him, even though he has done nothing even remotely interesting and is kind of a dick. So I will say the single Christmas movie that I would watch over and over every year is The Mistletoe Promise. It's one that I remember watching with my mom, and it does star Luke McFarlane, who has just starred in that Bros movie. Okay. And I really want to see that. And then it also stars Jamie King. Oh, I don't think I know that. The name sounds familiar. Um, She was the grown daughter in um, Heart of Dixie. Okay. The blonde. Her name was like Lemon. I think I only ever watched like three episodes of that. You burned through that one pretty quickly. Yeah, I did. So, yeah, that one's really good. They, like, have companies next to each other in this business suite, and they go down to the cafeteria, and they have, like, Christmas commitments that they don't want to do. So they make this contract to try to get at each other's exes. Oh. It's cute. I just like the personalities. I think that makes it, like, the movie can have, like, a stupid premise, but, like, if you enjoy, like, the characters or, like, the people who are playing with them, and it, it does really actually have, like, some sort of believable chemistry, 
with that, let's let's wish everyone a happy holiday season. Uh, this episode will be coming out just before Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sure plenty of people will be listening just after Thanksgiving. So I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a happy holiday season. Hopefully we brought you some laughs. Uh, Ricky, thank you so much for being here. It is always a pleasure to watch you put on those headphones and <laughs> just be part of this. I like her. I'm sorry. Becky, thank you so much for making the time to be here. And uh, thank you to everyone for listening. And thank you to Leo Allen for our musical themes. And again, he was our brain trust ad for the week. Uh, Definitely give his podcast a listen. He is on a little bit of a hiatus, but that doesn't mean you can't go back and listen to some really great episodes. He has a really good episode about artificial intelligence. He also has an episode where he talks to a male stripper or a retired male stripper, and they go on this huge uh, like introspective dive on what it means to be considered a man. And it, it's just a, a really good conversation. I, I strongly recommend it. Uh, again, he, he portrays it as a, a technology podcast, but it's so much more than that. And I, I cannot recommend voluntary input enough. And hopefully Leo comes back from his hiatus sooner rather than later. Uh, also, thank you to Beppo and Retro Ale Studio for our avatars. Please like, subscribe, comment, review, whatever engagement you want to give us. Please do so because that helps us know you're listening. With that, we will call it an episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care and happy holidays. Watch Star Trek. Watch Hallmark. (laughs) 